Ooh, welcome back, guys. It's obviously just Jerry. And if you notice, it's just me and Joy today. Or if you're our audio listeners, it's just me and Joy today. Kelvin couldn't make it today since he had to start his uh, HR job, which is, first of all, congrats, Kelvin. Thank, good, good on you. Yeah. But also, uh, because of that, he couldn't make it. But Kelvin did recently watch the Mulan movie, the 2020 version, the live action. And he brought it up to us, mostly to me, that we should probably review this movie. And I was like, I don't think I can review this, but okay, sure. <laughs> you know, comes out free in December, but you know, we decided to go for it. And yeah, and especially since considering that there's a lot of things going on with this movie. Um... I feel like this is probably one of the most mixed films I've seen in a while. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, I know you had some strong words. It's not necessarily strong words, but it's more of a, I, a lot of questions as to mm-hmm. why this film came out as it did. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But not to mention, there's also this, this, this little controversy that came with the film prior to its release and such, and how. Um, some of us have viewed it as not only an adaptation of the animated film, but something that is essentially made to honor the sort of culture of China and all that stuff kind of thing. And again, while Kevin couldn't make it, I did ask for his thoughts, and thankfully he did send me his thoughts, and we'll get to those thoughts. Um, but one thing I want to address, too, is the controversy. Someone on, you know, the actress of Mulan, who is pro-China, and that has caused a lot of sense of the boycott for this movie for certain people. And, you know, Kelvin, I spoke to Kelvin about this once, and he was telling me that uh, just because it's being boycotted doesn't mean it's going to stop me from watching Mulan. I like Mulan. Um, I totally understand that sentiment, but for me, I feel like uh, you shouldn't downplay your enjoyment of this to what actually, you know, is actually the horrific thing that's going on. Yeah, it's for uh, it, it, it. I think for for some people, it's to try to separate. Uh, it's it's not a one to one connection of like the whole uh, separate the the artist from the art or whatever, mm-hmm. or the opinion of the artists mm-hmm. or their whether it be political or, or otherwise. Uh, doesn't matter to your enjoyment of said art form, mm-hmm. but I think in this case, it is sort of. It's a little touchy, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Considering all the stuff that happened in Hong Kong earlier this year, and it still you know continues to happen even today, it's it, for for I I understand why a lot of people would be like, no, I'm not gonna watch this movie because the main actress said all these things, and it's clearly intended to uh, to be for China. Yeah, yeah. Because. Um, I'm sorry that we're getting a little political. Uh, we usually aren't like this, but uh, considering the the history of this film, I think it needs to be addressed. Um, it won't be for long. We'll all give our each our own thoughts on the film and our own opinions on it. But yes, um, the stuff that happened in China and Hong Kong is is terrible. Um, no one is for it. But again, I'm not. I feel like the argument of like I don't care. If it's for China, I'm going to go watch it, considering how, you know, it's, I can't really, can't find a really great comparison for our viewers who aren't from this 
side of town, like for us Houstonians, we have a convention that's well known for its uh, for being an anime convention. But it's also gotten a bad rap for its owner and the things that it's done. I'm not going to name the convention. I'm not going to name uh, the person. If you are from Houston and you are, you do go to conventions, then you probably know who I'm talking about. But it's the same reason as argument like why I'm choosing to boycott this convention as to those who say, I don't want to boycott it. Why would I boycott it? I'm, I don't care what happens there. I just want to go and have fun. It's the same kind of argument to me. So it's like, really, it's kind of both sides aren't the greatest in this situation for me. So that's why I'm kind of like in the middle. Yeah. And obviously, we are a geek-centered uh, podcast. Uh, we do love films. We do love all this stuff. And we are going to eventually talk about this, but it makes sense that we do. And we it did make sense for us to go ahead and watch this movie, even though some of us, I feel really do represent that whole idea that I just started that this is this is getting this is a very mixed film. Yes. Because uh I have opinions about it. Kelvin has opinions about it. Um again he sent me the stuff so I know what he, so he told me what he thought. And you certainly have opinions on it. Yeah. We you and I watched it together. We're brothers. We were like, hey come over or whatever, you know, let's watch and we're just like Okay, we have questions. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a very, <laughs> it's, it's a very mm-hmm. odd movie, yeah. especially for a remake, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, um, to some people, they're ha- they have an issue of the idea. It's not a one to one of, or it's not as like the musical. And I've noticed this at first when I was watching it that this is not intentionally supposed to be like the musical, and it's more or less trying to be like inspired more by the folk tale of uh of mulan because it, it's originally it's originally called the battle of mulan a um i don't know if it's if it, if it, you know it's one of those like myth stories you know slight based on history historical accuracy but you know it's like it's like the king arthur story right exactly. where you're like you're not 100 percent sure if there's an actual king arthur but you definitely know the stories are like, all right, that that clearly never happened. Listen, no woman came came out of a lake and gave Arthur Caliburn and then made it to Excalibur, and then there's no, you know, green giants or whatever. Well, I mean, you know, the process of uh of uh, 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 some crazy woman in a lake uh give, giving uh, um, uh the uh, the holy sword. Yeah, just the divine writing a, a proper ruler is just pretty completely nonsense. I was trying to do the like, Monty Python thing. Oh uh, no, I was. I, was I, 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 can't, I can't fucking remember the full line, but yeah, yeah you'll remember in the, in the middle of this episode, uh, probably. Yeah. And then I'll be very angry when I mm-hmm. get to that. But yeah, it's yeah, like Mulan is like one of those sort of stories, yeah. and obviously Disney took it and you know made it a musical. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like I think it's definitely up there in one of my it's favorite. It's one of the best. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely it's up there. It's not my best. It's not my favorite. But it's one of the best. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's up there because of, I love some of the songs. Reflections is great. Be a Man, I swear to God, me and some of my friends, just every karaoke we go to, we just sing Be a Man. It's the perfect hype song. It's right? the perfect, it's the montage song. Yeah. It's like, that's the song you listen to when you're working out. Kind of the same way you listen to the Rocky theme, the da da da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da da da. And then you start going, like, yeah, I can do it. I can do I can do one more my oh my god my hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. And there there are like certain musical motifs that uh in this film in the in the remake that mm-hmm. take from that. 
Uh, I think when Mulan's getting dressed up, getting Leo the matchmaker, they do like sort of a musical motif of that song. I f- yeah. I forget the name of the song. I think it's Bring Honors to a Song or something. Yeah. Um, um, then obviously there's like various moments where reflections is used. Oh, reflections is used heavily. Yeah, like it's the big like song, and to be a man is uh, is definitely omitted. Like I will say this: mm-hmm. like there are certain lines that characters use that are from the song to be to be a man. Uh, uh but but that's more or less it. Mm-hmm. Like there isn't like a there isn't a moment where they're in the training montage you hear like an orchestral version of "To Be a Man." It's just generic like orchestral music. But yeah, that's. Um, I will say that as we about, I think we're at least what a a ten minutes in, or yeah, at least almost ten minutes in, where we can I can start saying you know, we can start saying our thoughts on the film. Right. Um, each of our thoughts. Um, I will say I do have a bit of a not ta- it's not a tangent. Right. I do have a bit of an idea as to why I. So, Kevin notified me before, you know, we're, we should review this movie. And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And as I was thinking about it, because I remember someone commenting on Facebook, uh, one of my friends saying that he thought the movie was, in his words, poo. He didn't, you know, censor himself. He just wrote poo. But, you know, uh, and that got me wondering, because I read more of his comments from Black and Why. I started thinking why this movie wasn't going to work. And I started noticing things that I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'm just, like, if you happen to watch our live stream we did on Twitch uh, last, a couple weeks ago, or last week, depending on when, when you see this, um, I did start connecting, like, little red lines of red. Like, you see in, like, old cop shows, you know, the conspiracy theorist kind of thing. You know, like, yeah. Uh, the Pepe Sylvia, if you will. Uh, you're a Holy Sunny fan. But, you know, I came to realize, oh, this is why it's not going to work. It didn't matter if it had this, this, or that. It was never going to work. And I'll get to that when I talk to my idea of the review. But we'll start off with um, Kelvin's thoughts, which, again, he's not here. And thankfully, he sent me a message about what his thoughts were. And I'll have them right here. No, that's not going to take too long. But. To get started off, he thought the cinematography was great. I I definitely agree with that point. Mm-hmm. There's like various establishing shots that just look amazing, mm-hmm. and that's the Disney money working, right? Mm-hmm. Like they 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 like they definitely just use like all the the setting locations they had in China and just like they make them pop. There's lots yeah, of color. Oh, good lord! As an artist, I was like, I see the color, and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, Jesus. it's it's. It's pretty mm-hmm. like crazy how good the, the, some of these cinematic shots mm-hmm. of like the uh, of like landscapes and like Mulan even just going through like traveling to the the, the uh, training camp is like that looks very pretty, you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree to that to an extent, mm-hmm. right? You know. Um, he also feels that there were some good fight scenes and some subtle hints of classical animated nostalgia, which. I think we'll get to that. Right. Because the fight scenes are... I think for me, the fight scenes were uh, half and half. Sometimes they were like pretty neat. Other times, it's sort of like... Eh. Well, you know, it's I, like... There's an issue. I have with it. By yeah. the way, should we go full spoilers? By the time I, by the time this episode's out, you know, it's been like a week or two. Uh, I mean, we can go full spoilers. Uh, okay, let's go full spoilers. Fuck it. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, like. Well, no, I wouldn't say full, but you know, a good amount of spoiler. Yeah, yeah, a good so amount of spoiler. Just gonna be good amount of spoiler, okay? So. Uh, again, we'll talk, I'll talk about the fight scene because there's one fight scene that made me very upset. Yeah, we can talk about the fight scene yeah. a, little, a little bit more into the um, later. As you yeah. said, the classical anime nostalgia that mostly came from um, for you was the um, the use of slight motifs of the songs. Yeah. Some being kind of like, very, you know, hey, that's clever. But also like, okay, you know, you chill, chill the fuck out for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, there, there are like, um, mm-hmm. They still have like some of the characters that you remember from uh, the original Mulan, especially the like the Three Stooges, basically. Yeah, I, I don't they're remember. Not, they're not named the same, but they they also go by different names. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them go by different names because uh, Mulan doesn't go and dress up and like calls herself Ping. She calls herself like an actual Chinese name, so actual that I have no idea how to pronounce it, so I'm not going to. That's not. <laughs> What's not? I I will not. Uh, I I. It's I very know. hard for me to listen. Like, as someone right. whose full name is Eliseo Villanueva, and considering obviously considering always hearing the name butchering of that name, I'm not gonna even try to you know pronounce a name that I can't understand until I ask that person how you pronounce it correctly. And since how, you know, I can't really physically talk to those people, I'm not gonna try. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's. There's like. There's a lot of attention to detail in that that frame where like a lot of like it, it feels a lot more historically accurate in a weird way right mm-hmm. yeah to like the time like. yeah but the, yeah it's okay. um his bad is the issue of main of the main character's stance of government which is um something I don't really bring into this film. I think that's a person. Um, I will say some of these I feel like more personal for Kelvin, and I completely and totally understand. Yeah, he is um, Asian American, and he and he does have a connection to this film in a way that we probably don't have. Yeah, yeah, like it's it, it yeah yeah. I feel like the original Mulan probably hit a lot with uh, the, the Asian American spectrum back in the day, mm-hmm. and they hold that very dear because it was like a big animated film with a core Asian cast, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it, a lot of that sort of uh, like. Mushu, but you know. Well, yeah, Mushu. Yeah, well, uh, but yeah, I'll it's, get to him in a minute. Yeah, we'll we'll get to what they, what they, uh, what happened with Mushu in this film. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say that in my review. Um, although I totally understand um, his uh, his viewpoint on like, it's kind of ironic how you're uh, you're basically playing a woman who is all about the freedom of, of expression and all that stuff, and yet you're supporting a. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, it's, it's there, there, yeah. There's a bit of irony when it comes to the main actress, mm-hmm. and uh, but it's nothing I would fault the film for. Yeah, it's definitely it's again it's sort of a very political thing, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, yeah. Um, he also says the overuse of the idea of honor, stagnant of progression, as a stagnant progression of Asian representation in film and media. So the idea of honor being the whole. Um, crutch as to you know it's kind of a very generic thing that comes from asian um families that in we kind of associate more in the medium rather than the actual household yeah really, well yeah. i well well I, I agree with that you know it's overused and all that stuff considering the kind of story we're telling in the time frame i feel like it makes more sense that they do have that issue of honor this is a, this is kind of a time period film 
Yeah, I I think I understand that to an extent. Yeah, um, I think again, when I disagree with Kilman, I'm just pointing uh, my thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, obviously, he's not here to like fully explain himself. Mm-hmm. He's just giving us like a sort of bullet points that we have to sort of interpret how he, yeah, uh, his, his words. But yeah, I think that whole. I think it makes a bit sense for like this whole weird like uh, Asian mm-hmm. like stereotype of being like honor. You know, you must. You know, you will dishonor your family if you do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Considering that this film. Uh, tries to do things a little differently by trying to be slightly historically accurate to the yeah. time period of of where Mulan takes place, and then yeah, a lot of this stuff would uh, be sort of like a cultural thing for like I think uh, Chinese people I, at the time. I know? think the best way to interpret it, especially when it comes to us, you and me are both Hispanics. We're from Mexican origin. For us, it's the huge emphasis on family. Yeah, yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong, we get, even I get tired of seeing it in movies. Like, how many times have I rolled my eyes whenever Vin Diesel says, we're not a team of family. We're familiar, familiar. And I'm just like, Vin, Vin, you're not Hispanic. Please stop. I get what you're doing because basically the, the audience that mostly watches you are Hispanic. So that makes sense. Yeah, that that's stuff very popular in Brazil. Oh yeah, very 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 popular in Brazil, you know, and that kind of stuff. But you know, it's it's something that you know even I roll my eyes when it comes. And it's not to say that like using it's, that, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, because I uh, Coco, I think. Oh, Coco captured that perfectly. Yeah, Coco gets that like down to like a, a science to a T. Yeah, you know, and like it doesn't make it feel as like like a, a weird like stereotype thing, mm-hmm. right? Rather, it acknowledges it and it builds on it, and I feel that I kind of and this movie doesn't do it that well. I'll say. Yeah, yeah, I um, think I think that's probably the thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's where Kelvin is coming from. It doesn't do the whole honor thing well. Right. Um. Again, he's not here to you know bring it, giving us his full thoughts, giving us a bullet point on. That's what I think, and I don't disagree that you know it's kind of overused, but it's not something that isn't uncommon. If it's not that uncommon in the culture, then it shouldn't be a negative. I think it depends on how you well you present it. So right. Again, for us Hispanics. You know, the idea of family is very important to us, whether it be our actual blood-related family or the family that we make yeah. with other people. Yeah. It's a very important thing. We're a tight-knit community. So it's, it's good. Um, his one thing, and I'm kind of iffy on his stance on this one. Um, director and crew are what are um, the Asian representation in the film, such as the uh, director and crew are white, use A-listers such as Donnie Yen and Jet Li to get some recognition. Really, Jet Li and Donnie Yen aren't really marketed in this movie. Yeah, I I don't recall. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just probably me, and I sometimes don't, I don't have a good memory when it comes to things that I don't necessarily pay attention to that much. You don't care about yeah, yeah, and not to say I don't care about Mulan because I like the original very much. Uh, but you know, given the, the track record of recent uh, Disney live action remakes, I I was a bit I was a bit cautious with this one. Um, but yeah, it's I do not recall like them plastering Jet Li and Donnie Yen's name on these things. Right? No, no. Like I f- half the time I don't even. Re- re- you know, I feel like they're not as advertised as they used to be, right? No. Jet Li was like big in the early two thousands, right? Yeah. But nowadays, you don't like 
it's not really sort of like a. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he headlines the poster though. No, he right? doesn't. He doesn't. It feels like most of this marketing was just on, hey, it's Mulan, the live action now. Mm-hmm. And his statement on the whole, um, it's entirely uh, casting crew, you know, crew that white crew that um had it. I don't agree with that, mostly because even Black Panther didn't have a full black crew. Yeah, um, I think um, it's it's interesting, right? Like yeah. The producer, the person that gave him the money and the whole idea for the film, is white. Kevin Feige. Yeah. Kevin Feige is a white guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know that badass soundtrack? Not talking about the ones with uh, Kendrick Lamar and all that stuff. You know, like the score. Yeah, the, the, the uh, white the, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how white he is? He's from like Europe. And he's also the one, you know, him and Ryan Coogler are, are good friends. They he used him in a lot of his movies, like Creed, uh, Fruitvale Station. So, of course, he's going to bring in a guy he trusts. And you know what? He did a great job, especially since he basically, you know, studied, you know, African culture art. Yeah. And uh, I'll talk about this more in um, in my review, but I don't disagree with him. I think if it was entirely an Asian cast, it would have been all slightly better. Maybe not. You know, Kevin's not, but again, Kevin's not here to explain himself. Um, I'm, whenever, you know, we ever get together and talk about it again, we'll, we'll be sure to address that. Um, but he did give it a 7.5 out of 10, um, stating that everything I just said, that why he liked it, the good cinematography, the good fight scenes, the hints of nostalgia, uh, with the, and the issues that, you know, I don't disagree with, but I feel like they're more personal than, he, than it would be for the film. With uh, the issue of the main actress being pro China, um, the use of honor, because this is an all, he, for him, he views, he views it as a all, you know, not an all Asian cast and crew, but, you know, that kind of stuff. And using a listers like Legitly and Donnie Yen, who don't get the kind of recognition as much as you think. Rather, I, I don't think, I know people who like Vietnam movies, but they don't know the main actress name. Yeah, I think I knew like a couple kids in like high school that like knew about Ip Man, but uh, like it's not like a universal thing, right? No, it's clearly it's 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 just a it's, it's it a just very, showed up on Netflix one day and that's how everybody got into it. Yeah, it's it's very niche yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and I don't disagree with Kellen Thompson. Mm. Yeah. All right, who's going next? Me or you? Uh, I mean, you can take it if you want. I can take it. Um, I'll start off with the story. So essentially, the story of Mulan is very silly, much the same as you know, kind of the same other thing, but of the original animated film. But clearly, from the get go, immediately when we start off, um, we talk about I think it's his father, her father, right? Yeah, it's her father. Her father is telling the story of Mulan in a way that sounds very much like a folklore. Now, as we go along with it, um. It plays very much like a folklore. And that's one positive and also the negative that I have with this film. It's because it's a folklore, where it, it allows it to, one, more or less be more, try to be more traditional to the idea of this being, like you said, a traditional Chinese story. But it brings in things that you, that you do not explain so well. And by that I mean, because in the film, there's this whole thing about chi. Yeah. That 
and he even starts off with that. You know, everyone was born with chi. Everyone has it. And I couldn't tell Mulan, my daughter, that her having chi is a bad thing. And, you know, having watched a lot of anime, chi, ki, it's like, oh, the energy that's around us, yeah, penetrates us, you know, the force kind of thing. Yeah. It explains why she's able to do a lot of kick-ass things. Like, she just starts doing martial arts stuff at the beginning of the film. And I'm like, oh, okay, so she she, she learned martial arts from that. Oh, no, she's just naturally skilled. Yeah. Oh, Mulan's about to fall off the roof. Oh, my God. Uh, it, okay, you just pulled something out of front of Sarga Hidden Dragon. All right. Um, okay. Um, so, uh, we're, we're going to talk about this she and her having it and how... Um, her doing no no we're not doing that okay um and that's become one of my big issues and into the film is that it doesn't explain that plot point and it's kind of used to make her more of the special which in story terms means like you don't have to worry about it because she's she's the special and she can do whatever thing she or he can do whatever and basically wrote her to be like a mary sue yeah, it's the chi thing is definitely like a. Uh, it's it's weird, mm-hmm. like it's it's like it's the one aspect that uh, keeps me from saying a fully like historically accurate film where I like it's slightly historically accurate except for yeah, you know, and, and that's what I mean. The brings... people like our main mm-hmm. character being able to use a, a special life energy to just be better than everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's. I think the way it's presented, um, it made sense that they were doing like a, like I said, like a a, a myth of Pamulan, and that makes sense. But if you didn't explain it well, now don't get me wrong. When I first saw it, I was gonna be like, I was with you. The whole the set pieces, the 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 costumes were gorgeous. All those costumes were made by someone who basically, you know, it's. Whether if Calvin is to believe that, hey, you know, the whole crew wasn't Asian, and if that's true, they did a really good job of being, of using a lot of the costumes and the sets to be very, you know, honorable to the whole culture of, of China. Right. That I give points to. That's, that, that to me, you know, hey, if you are not a Hispanic person, but you, you do your goddamn research and make sure that you do a story that is honorable to, hey, you know, Hispanics, and I'm like, good job. I bore you. Good job, you, sir, Mr. Smith. Good job. I don't know if you agree with that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just the, it's a common sort of, like, uh, thing to do, right? You want to respect the culture, obviously, and I assume that given that uh, a good chunk of this was shot in China, I'm pretty positive the Chinese government was like, hey, listen, you gotta be fucking, you gotta be be on the ball with this or we're, we're not gonna let you mm-hmm. film here. Or, yeah. or better yet, we're not even gonna let you fucking bring this movie over here. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I really had an issue with, too, um, let me just start off with another good thing real quick. Um, I already said the whole set pieces in. The yeah, 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 we just finished that. Okay, that's all. That's all the good I have. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but um, yeah, that's all the good I have. Um, that's right. I tell you how I feel about the film. 
the story is very questionable and it's not very engaging. The acting itself is very stale at some points. And I don't know if it's because of the script or just the actors themselves. Yeah, um, it's because like you can kind of tell like kind of early on um that like there's something off about the acting right mm-hmm. and, and granted like there's there is a scene with like uh mulan and her younger sister talking and like the the, the girl playing mulan like the young mulan yeah the playing young mulan like it's doing a pretty a pretty decent job mm-hmm. for a kid actor right mm-hmm. you know she's she's insaneing right and then like her little sister uh, sounds like she just barely learned English over the past couple of weeks and is trying kind of uh, hard to like. She did sound a little. Yeah, and and for some of the, a lot of the characters kind of like that, and I assume it's because a good chunk of these character uh, these actors uh, are Chinese actors, probably from China, mm-hmm. being brought in to give you know more authenticity to the. Uh, Mm-hmm. to the movie right being in in china and stuff and yeah you know for some people it works like obviously I, other times it's like they, they could use a little more work on emoting a bit because it feels like they don't emote enough mm-hmm. it feels like like for some characters they don't seem to emote uh for their comedy relief characters they i think they do fine uh like the mulan especially is very sort of kind of the like, older mulan yeah, like, yeah, older Mulan, essentially, is very sort of, uh, like, her acting's kind of a bit wooden. Like, there, are, there aren't there are a whole lot of moments where you can, like, actually see her, uh, uh, you can see the emotion coming through. It just seems like she's just kind of doing the best of what she can do. Which, again, I don't know if it's because she's a actress from China, or if the directing wasn't on point, or if it was the script, but yeah, it's it's super weird, and uh, I do I do think the one of the other interesting things about uh, no, I mean I agree with you though the acting is very weird because like some of the actors I feel doing the job Donnie Yen I. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of expected more from him. Yeah, because I was—I uh, was saying like the interesting thing is like the other two big name actors in this film, Jet Li and Donnie Yen, don't really like—they don't do much. Yeah, they don't do much in this film at all. Like Jet Li is supposed to be the emperor, which, by the way, um, again, the, the use of cinematography, set pieces, and all that stuff. But he—he's supposed to play the emperor of China, and he's supposed to be, you know, viewed as a little bit holy. They do it by, you know obviously shining a light on him that like the choice of colors and you know gold help reflect the light to make him a lot more brighter and sort of almost blinding yeah i'm just like i like that that's right that's that's good use of of your set and and your your outfits i like that but you know heck the fact that I think the, most of these characters are just kind of like one note, they don't have the same energy as the characters in the original animated animated movie. And I think I can attest this is to like in the animated movie, 
you have so like you know I'm gonna bring it back again the be the man song right you know that was a whole that is your montage right that is like I said earlier your Rocky theme and what does the Rocky theme do what does your montage do it speeds up the time frame to give you an idea of the passage of time so it makes so you know in Rocky's case you see him training to fight Apollo Creed you know he's always working out he's doing the push-ups he's like sorry either swimming He's hitting the, the, the good old dead cow and stuff. He's training. He's running. The kids are chasing after him. He climbs the stairs in the triumphant moment of, like, hooray, you know, I've, I've completed my, you know, training. In the animated Mulan film, and this is, this is done for, not for her to work hard in the army, it's also, you know, shows us how the other three... You know, the three characters who, again, my, the name escapes me, um, they're kind of mean to her. But over time, they kind of grow to, and it's done through the montage, they kind of grow to respect her. Right. And when she gets her triumphant moment, you know, when she climbs up to the, to get the, the arrow. Yeah. They're like, yeah, if she can, if she, he could do it, so can we. And that sort of starts a bond, and then you get they become to like her, and they start you know helping each other out. That sort of forms a bond. Here it's more like, you know, okay, we're just doing the training. You know, they spend like what 15, 20 minutes on the on them training, yeah, the camp, yeah. and the most they do. Well, I'm not saying this is bad. Some people I've heard say that it's like they don't give enough. They don't really seem like generally nice or change their opinion Mulan. I kind of agree, but at the same time, they have her do guy talk. Yeah. Which is, I'm like, oh, man, you know, I like me a woman that does da-da-da-da-da. And he's, she's, she's just like, well, I like me a woman that does this and that. And that. Ah! So, like, you know, it's it's clear and obvious that they're at least friendly to each other. Yeah. And, you know, again, they, this is a, they try to do something different. And I said this, I think I said this to you um, the other day. That a lot of the things they try to do new would have worked if they didn't try to stay too close to the animated movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I, yeah, I understood that that sentiment. Um, yeah, because there was a character, um, can't remember his name. I'm not gonna butcher it, but he's supposed to be the love interest to, you know, Mulan. Right. And I wouldn't say he's a bad character. It just, if you thought, you know, Sean Yu was a little kind of milk toast at points, there was a little bit of character in there, he's more milk toast than him. Yeah, and the, the other interesting change that they did was the fact there is no, like, Captain Chang or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they essentially they, they split them into two different characters. One being Donnie Yen's character and the love interest. Yeah, and I'm not against that. It's not nothing really to be like, oh, you know, they ever sign you. Oh, I'm so upset. No, that's it's not a bad idea. But you know, but I mean, this is what I mean. Like they try to do, they still try to adhere to, you know, the idea, the the, the animated movie. Because there's a sequence in the film where they, you know, in the animated film, 
you know, the the guys are saying you're in the girl worth fighting for. You know, it's a little comedic. Like, ha, ha, ha. I, I mean, I like being a girl who's like, little, you know what I mean? But it all stops when they come down to this village. And, you know, they don't show dead bodies, but you're like, oh, this is what we're getting into. Yeah. And, you know, we know it's bad because, like, Shang Yu's dad, you know, he's dead. And, you know, move on, finds, like, a little girl's doll. And she's like, oh, man. And, you know, they bury, you know, Shang Yu's dad. You know, they bury the sword. And Mulan puts the little doll next to the sword. And it's a very, you know, emotional moment. It's a very beautiful moment. In And you'll get to this. Because I know this was your big issue in terms of the story. They just, in the live action movie, they just blow past it. They just walk through a pile of dead bodies and that's it. They don't wallow in it. They don't, you know, question anything. They never have that emotional moment. And that's going to be my big thing with this film. There's not that much of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Emotion. Emotion and tension. Right. They don't have those two. It's done very fast. And I don't think um, having, I feel like Helen would say, you know, it's probably bad at a whole Asian thing i'm like i don't think that's true because at the end of the day it's still the writing yeah the writing was not that great um which is really sad because at the beginning i was like i was kind of into it but then it started going ways i'm like i don't agree with this at all i don't agree with this at all and now i guess i could talk about why they eventually did the changes because for me I totally understood why they didn't want to do any of the Mushu or the musicals and that kind of stuff. And that's because they're trying to adhere to China. Because this is, you know, their culture and whatever and such. And China reportedly hated Mushu. Yeah. yeah they hated yeah. Mushu. And they didn't like any of the musicals. Except for maybe Reflection. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Reflections only because it was sung by a famous uh, Asian artist. Was it? I know Jackie Chan did uh, Be a Man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, like China was uh, definitely that's like one of the big controversies back in the day with the old, with the original Mulan was that uh, China was uh, just did not like what they did with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and. That eventually led to why we had so many changes. There was no musicals. Because one, one, you're trying to respect the culture. Because if they didn't, you're trying to do better by not including stuff that they hated. But also, China's your big marketing, you know, place. That's where all the money's coming from. You told me this before. The reason we got a Pacific Rim 2, which, by the way, I love Pacific Rim 1, is the reason we have it because it was so big in China. Yeah, like, and like for some people, it's like, oh yeah, because it's a giant robot. It's like, no, dude, that's not. You're just thinking small. If a movie that didn't do so well in every other state, but just because China, this one marketplace, caused it, it had enough movie, you know, you know, like interest jumped up. That tells you something. That, that's who you're marketing to. 
because like the reason we have tra- still have transform movies is because of China. Well, Fast and the Furious too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's uh it's a uh, yeah. China has become and and this has been a thing that has been happening for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, China has uh, become I think the the second biggest or it probably might be the biggest uh, movie market in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that, we see a lot of uh, movies trying doing stuff to cater to China. I mean. I think one of the biggest examples back in the day was Iron Man three having yeah. an exclusive scene where Tony Stark, the whole end of the movie where Tony Stark gets rid of the uh, mm-hmm. the the shrapnels in his heart and stuff to make sure he doesn't need the arc reactor to keep him alive anymore. Uh, that whole scene is extended in China, where he goes to like some Chinese uh, scientists and they're played by very popular Chinese actors and they're the ones that like get that stuff out mm-hmm. so yeah there's tons of stuff like that that's that's happened and you know to, to appeal to that you know market because they even means- try to avoid any political situations there was a whole h1 controversy where they changed it to a more of a celtic person any white yeah the ancient one you we- can't talk about that and where dr strange trained in was in tibet yeah, and, and if you know that, that's because I love that. Yeah, it's 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 all it's, kinds it's, of it's it's understandable, but also kind of sickening. Yeah, it, it it's definitely like sucks for certain movies that need that sort of big uh, worldwide appeal that mm-hmm. they sometimes have to do that stuff. And yeah, like for for Disney, I'm I assume I'm pretty sure, um, wanting to remake Mulan. And the direction they took with it is, I think, indicative of them being like, listen, like China's going to eat this up. We're going to make so much money there in China because we're, we're, we're pretty much like making this for the Chinese, uh, for China, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see how China reacts to this film. I honestly want to see how that turns out. I mean, I don't know. Like, sometimes it's sort of like, it's like, uh, sometimes movies you, you think would do good in china don't sometimes um i know the star wars movies the sequels uh, all the disney movies like they do not do that great but i don't but i'm pretty sure half of the reason is simply because china never got the original star wars or mm-hmm. any star wars yeah so their for their exposure to star wars is the force awakens and they see all this nostalgia stuff that would get most western audiences but we're trying to like who the fuck is this han solo guy why 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 is he why is there a giant like furry dog with him i don't luke skywalker who the hell's that exactly right like and that's why they don't the star wars movies never really did that well in china but again Mm -hmm. star wars sometimes doesn't matter but for other movies it's like you know like with sir rem like panther did not do well in china yeah because it's clearly wasn't made for a chinese audience no it wasn't and that's what I'm saying. Like I'm connect. I was connecting like the threads. I was trying to show you guys for the uh, Hollywood. But um, you know, I started connecting dots into like, okay, this is why we're not gonna get. This is why we're never gonna appeal to anyone. It was meant for a different audience. It wasn't meant for uh, people who grew up with the animated film. It wasn't meant for them. It was meant for China. 
and all the changes that we and all the stuff that we come to love like i said mushu like personally i, I you know i love mushu but he kind of didn't do that much of the story he was just more of the simple comic relief with the slight you know character development but you know still don't, still don't say i don't like him because i love eddie murphy but you know i didn't like him because of his portrayal you know of that culture right and they didn't like most of the songs except for reflection heck we know that because they played the song like three goddamn times yeah, there was various uh, motifs of reflections and the end credits. It's not only a. Uh... They, they, they don't really play in the Avril, the Avril Lavigne version of reflections. They also have a Chinese version of it. Yeah, a Chinese singer sings reflections in that. You're hearing reflections twice in the credits, guys. Yeah, it's it's like man, they really banged hard on this reflections. Oh song. hell yeah, they did. I mean, wasn't it an Oscar worthy song? I don't know. I I forget. Yeah. I do know that it was in the trailers when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Like, if you could pay attention, like, oh shit, that's reflections. In the yeah, and my thing is, when you're talking about the nostalgia, it's like, it's kind of half and half, where they don't really get into it, but they use it, and it's kind of like, you, I didn't, you didn't need to do this. I don't need you to be one hundred percent. I could have just been fine with you doing some of these changes, and some of the changes they did, they don't really follow through. Right. To be honest, and it bothers me to no end. And I don't know, I'm commenting on one of one thing Bill was talking about was just in the fight scene. They so they introduced like two, like the new the new villain is not um that Hun guy. It's the new guy played by Jason Scott Jason Scott Lee, who isn't any better than the actual animated character. To be fair, yeah the the original villain of Mulan is so forgettable that I don't even know his name. No like at all he's just a uh he's just a hun who's raiding china in china and he just does stuff and similarly enough um the new character um i also don't remember his name but he leads the rohan clan or whatever who are basically huns that go around pillaging the silk road and he's pretty much like the emperor killed my father, and I will have I my like, revenge. I, I, was, I was like, I'll give him that. He at least has a motivation, but he is very bland. They don't do much with him. Yeah, he doesn't they, really get much of the they, spotlight. They 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 introduced uh, this female villain, who is supposed to be like this dark reflection of, you know, of Mulan because she also has key and she can be this whole thing and her whole stance while I kind of get is that, you know, they'll never treat us right because we're women of key, we're women of power. They'll always, you know, look down on us. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a message. Um, are we going to elaborate? Are we going to have a uh, Mulan sort of challenge her thoughts, you know, show her that, um, despite the fact that she has a woman key, she's still able to do, no. Okay. We're just going to, okay. Uh-huh, all right. We're not doing that. We're just going with the whole you are you and I are the same, um, which isn't a bad thing to do. I heard a lot of people complain about that. There's nothing wrong with the villain and the hero, the protagonist, be having sort of being they're kind of the same, but you know life and circumstances led them to different dark different ways. That's fine. You know that's it's classic. But you know it just it didn't work for this character because like Mulan's whole key thing is like just have key. And I do, and I'm able to do all this stuff, 
and it takes away from me struggling because I have key. Will people treat me badly? Will treat me badly if they know I'm a woman with key? And I'm like, we don't really see that. <laughs> you, you tell us. I don't see it. Yeah, it's kind of implied. Yeah. Um, that's like the father is sort of like you got you gotta stop like using key. That's mm-hmm. not women aren't supposed to do that. Women yeah, are supposed but, to get married and I stuff. Mean, yeah, I know, and it's and I get it, but it's like really. I think if we had a flashback of that villain, you know, being mistreated, I think I would have been fine. Yeah, because the thing is, she we we get told mm-hmm. that she had a bad life because she she wanted to use her key and stuff. That she was uh wasn't accepted by society or whatever, but we never get to see it, right? Mm-hmm. You never know the full extent of how bad she's treated, because even Mulan isn't like treated that bad. She just gets a little like weird looks and just sort of like, huh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And even when like uh in the battle sequence when she finally reveals that she's a woman and she's using key and stuff, most of the soldiers are like, what the badass? <laughs> she kills. Yeah, yeah. It's like I was like, what the fuck. Yeah, it's it's pretty like Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Mulan. Yeah, um, but it's it's yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of they don't do the whole they don't do a whole lot of uh, show don't tell with mm-hmm. with some of these aspects, like with the key and stuff. They 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 talk about it a little bit, but it's, it's I weird. honestly thought at the beginning she was just a martial arts prodigy, and I would have accepted that. Uh huh. Like her dad taught her. Yeah, I would have been fine with that. But no, it's key. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, sure. Maybe we're special. And you know, Kevin was talking about the fight scenes. I am 50 50 on those fight scenes. There was some cool camera work, don't get me wrong. But they use that camera work like five goddamn times. There's there's interesting cuts when yeah. it comes to the fight scenes that are a bit odd. I, I think my best uh, description for it would be like. It's trying to be like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but not as mm-hmm. cool as Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. But yeah, that's just I mean, there's a me. scene in Mulan fighting uh, the Evil Witch where they fight each other and Mulan goes for a, a slash and the witch stops with her hand, but there was no... There, yeah, there's not. Yeah, yeah. There, it's Some, like, sometimes there doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of impact when it comes no, to like, it's like okay. attacks and stuff. Like here, like, here's a highlighter, and I'm gonna hit Joy with it. Joy's gonna block it. I'm gonna go like this. Uh, I'm not. You can't see it, but uh, I slightly tapped the tap. That's how it felt. It's not like I actually hit him with force. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. The, the, yeah, it doesn't like. There's not a whole lot of impact when it comes to the, the certain uh, fight scenes, which is interesting. Um, like it's like. Even in, like, you know, if they were trying to go off of, like, old kung fu movies and the, the wire fights and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and say, like, something like Kung Fu Hustle or whatever, there, there's impacts and stuff. You you get to hear and, like, and thus feel the weight of certain hits and stuff, and it's like, Yeah, characters dang. react to an attack. Yeah, and I think I, I, I think I kind of get what they might have been going with, with some, at least with the fights between her and the uh, sorceress woman. Is that like oh she's so into her key that like um she, she's barely phased by it sometimes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's sort of like feels very off. Yeah, it feels very off. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's about it. I can't really um 
think of even what it's saying because for me and, and you know me i was i was not enjoying myself for a good moment there i have more to say but most of those i'm gonna give it to you because you can explain those better than i can don't get me wrong but for me i don't i wanted to enjoy this movie but i couldn't mm-hmm. it was the end right it, it felt something was off and i think it was right there wasn't much of attention and there wasn't much of emotion whether it be from the actors or anything the story was questionable at best um bad at worst um the idea of key doesn't make isn't explained well and it, and it makes sense if you're trying to go for more of a lore uh, you know a folklore kind of thing yeah i get it um if we're talking about mushu and the phoenix honestly the phoenix did nothing uh, the phoenix is basically just there to help spirit guide yeah it's like a spirit guide it, it just helps her out whenever there's like rabbit does anything though yeah it just flies around being pretty and then Mulan's like ah oh, yes i must my ancestor yeah yeah it's like ah uh, yes now i am motivated to continue fighting mm. yeah um there was a specific moment in the film and i'll let you get to that because you yeah i thought that was a horrendous uh cut that essentially yeah um i would give it Six. Okay. Six out of ten. It's not. I don't. I don't know. I want. I. I'm probably being a little more nicer than I should be. Uh-huh. And I think you're also on the same boat. But it's 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 not it's not that great. It, I think it's barely even an okay film. Okay. It's barely. Okay. Um, do I think it's the worst one? No, I don't think it's the. Worst. I don't think. It's, it's I don't think it's horrible. I don't think it's horrendous. I think for some and for some people it might be. For me it was just very difficult to get through sometimes. Okay. I, I see what they wanted. It has the groundwork to be good, but it just it couldn't make it fit. Go ahead, punch it's your turn. Alright. I feel like you, you took a significantly longer uh than I probably would. Well, there's a lot of things I had to explain. Okay, yeah. Also I had to give my whole little thread theory yeah okay all right but yeah for me this is a very interesting film mm-hmm. um i agree with a good chunk of uh of at least some of the positives you talked about cinematography landscape environments look great you know we've already talked about that stuff um i also agree with when it comes to fight scenes you know uh sometimes they look pretty neat other times they're just very sort of like uh weird because of uh uh camera angles and various slowdowns and stuff like that just sort of like all right and you know the lack of hits on some some fight scenes um honestly for me it's it's there's a lot of uh weird like i guess messaging messaging going around here um i think the key thing or the chi, um, mm. like being used as sort of like Mulan, uh, like as a way to like explain how like how Mulan is so good at doing all of these sorts of things. It's it's kind of detrimental to like, I think the original yes uh, the original messaging because Mulan in the original obviously there's no like there's no like the only magical thing that ever that happens in Mulan is just Mushu. He's a dragon mm-hmm. who like helps Mulan sometimes. The dragon who talks. Yeah, dragon who talks and stuff. Mulan like doesn't have any special abilities. She's just a regular woman who has to, you know, who who, who lists in the army mm-hmm. and disguises herself as a man. And 
she like has to like tra train essentially twice as hard as everybody else because like the training regiment is cruel is grueling on her and like she uses her smarts there's sometimes to like I mean, that's half the reason why she even got up on the able to climb the thing because no one else decided to tie the things and she had the idea of like wait what if i just tie these together and it's like to help you know yeah it's like it. it's like that scene in captain america the first avenger where it was trying to crown to get the pole and steve was the one who's like smart enough to like pull the pull pull the thing out and have the pole fall down and he got his flag yeah, yeah. it's a very similar energy where one strengths come from her smarts rather than like being actually physically strong she uses her intelligence to outwit like a lot of stuff and here she doesn't like she has elements of that like uh the, the, there's a scene where there's a big battle where she uh decides to uh help out yeah by like having the cannon because uh the, the huns uh, the rohan clan uh have this siege catapult which like which to me i, I remember at the time being like oh they have siege technology it's interesting no wonder the, the huns were able to like raid so many things uh but yeah um you know they're firing on like the, the army and she goes around and has them essentially recreate the same scene that happens in the original where she fires the mm -hmm. the, the the cannon thing to cause an avalanche but it's the enemy that does it and she tricks them into doing it so the siege battle yeah um yeah, like I was saying, like, yeah, you, there, are, those are like some of the moments where she like seems like she's trying to use her intelligence, but she mainly just relies on her chi to like basically, uh, like beat like beat most opponents, like even against uh the uh the the, the boss. Uh, yeah, he, he, she mainly just uses her chi to help her uh, win that fight, not necessarily like tricking him into doing stuff or whatever, mm -hmm. which uh. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like super weird to me that they would do something like that, right? Because mm -hmm. like Mulan was already like a very sort of like uh, feminist sort of movie back then, right? Mm -hmm. it, you know, she doesn't have to like be super strong. She uses her mental abilities to outwit her opponents and mm -hmm. stuff. Here, it's like, it's oh, I, yeah, you you basically make her a super uh, a superhero in a weird way. And it's like, which I've said before, it makes sense if you're going with for that folklore angle. But, yeah, yeah, but if you if you want like maintain this like messaging of like feminism and stuff, it, it feels kind of off. Which is why I say you know it, there should have been a conflict of like her having the key. You know, like her only like the only conflict she I think she had with the key was that, like when she was pretending to be uh, a man, like what like. She had did not have full access to her key. Like she had to be true to herself in order mm -hmm. to like fully. Which is a very spiritual thing to say. Yeah, because I think the thing about the key thing, the, yeah, the chi thing in this film is that it tries to be both the meta, like the philosophical kind of chi, mm -hmm. where you know obviously it's a it's a life force. People, everyone has it, but it also does the the, the weird anime thing where like only certain people like Mulan. Are able to <laughs> are able to harness their chi and use it to like mm -hmm. be like superhumans basically, but yeah, it's it's definitely like a weird thing, and I, and, I, and I remember making a joke, mm -hmm. sort of, early on before we got even to the discussion of like before the character you know Mulan and the and the sorcerers were like mm -hmm. humanizers 
sources being like you and i are the same you know kind of thing i was like are they just gonna do a thing where like uh where the sorceress is like an evil mulan like the bad feminism Mm -hmm. and mulan is the good feminism or something they did it (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's very odd also i guess from an editing standpoint there's some very odd cuts here and there and everywhere i you know i hate it you talking about the season where you saw the internet i was like yeah yeah it was an edit that i was like i did not yeah agree there's with. there's some odd stuff that happened in some of these edits where uh yeah during that siege battle where mulan decides to i'll use i'll have them fire at the mountain to cause an avalanche and you know it'll, it'll you know defeat them and stuff she gets on her horse she rides off and literally the next shot is her coming like already climbing behind like firing arrows from behind the enemy you don't get to see her like actually climb behind set up like her little uh scheme of like making them think there's they've been like the that they've been flanked or whatever instead of what's just... even worse is that it's an open field they would have seen her yeah it's it's super bizarre right because they're they fight they're fighting in an open field and she and they're like up on rocks and stuff they would have probably have seen her riding off like that mm-hmm. unless uh we she has a secret key ability that makes her invisible mm-hmm. in which case boy would that have been useful in various other scenes if that was mm-hmm. a thing but yeah there's just there's certain shots like that where it's sort of just like jump cuts like mm-hmm. very bizarrely it reminds me of Suicide Squad. Uh, during like right before the final battle, you have El Diablo trying to hype everybody up, and then it jump cuts to him already walking down the fucking steps, you know, and they're almost, and they're ready to start the final act of the movie or whatever. And yeah, it's that. No, that's just me. That's that. Like a lot of the stuff I do agree with you, and. Uh, yeah, this movie is just so like, like it's it's so many conflicting ideas trying to vie, you know, trying to like win against each other, right? Mm-hmm. You have, yeah, I, I do agree with you in that. This, I, I, I think you made a point earlier, um, like a couple, like a day ago or whatever. Where you were like, this movie doesn't seem like it was gonna ever please anybody. Yeah, this is the reason why I was talking about the old thread, that old little thread thing. Like, it was made for China. It was never gonna please us as as a Western audience because we grew up with the animated movie. The Chinese are probably gonna like most of the references that they have for that animated film. There, there's this whole talk of like the boycott the film because of the actress for China. There, there was never going to be an exact when it comes to this film there no one was going to be happy with it yeah it's 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 sort of like a a very kind of a weird thing like obviously i commend them for trying to like be different as for being a live action disney remake very few of those live action disney remakes are ever different from their original source material and they feel like they just Add an extra 30 minutes mm-hmm. to pad out the time. That's another thing you told me about. You felt that this movie fast-forwarded a lot. Yeah, and I think it is because of of, of that sort of like... They're like, crap, we need to have these moments that reference the original. 
what we don't feel like obviously like maybe like the, you know our, our our chinese demographic probably don't care about that so let's just fast forward that stuff because mm-hmm. honestly like if it feels so rushed like we don't like this movie is about like an hour and like 45 minutes maybe mm-hmm. without credits and stuff and like it feels so rushed sometimes we're moving like it, it, it moves we checked the time twice no three times yeah and i'm just like wait what we're already like here at this moment i'm pretty sure this was like further like how is like you know it was very sort of like just like a weird pacing thing where like we're we're, we're fast forwarding through various segments and stuff of, of the original plot just to get to some the more newer plot of this movie and it's sort of just like hey that's that's like this is a weird pacing issue and i think that's half the reason why uh you know you don't get to feel as much emotion or mm-hmm. uh tension when you're like i hope our you know uh our main cast don't get hurt or anything because we rarely focus on them actually doing the training and stuff and i and you know again it also brings up to the i think the scene you mentioned before of them coming to like a destroyed uh village uh although and I, I think in this version it's more of like they essentially find like a, a destroyed like battalion yeah like it because and you just see like piles of like dead soldiers and stuff mm-hmm. which is a lot different from the original because obviously the original it's a kid's movie you can't really show like dead bodies like that or whatever that's why they went with like you know just seeing a burned down village and like the little doll and stuff like and, that and uh and uh sword, dad sword yeah you see that stuff only and here it's like they obviously like bumped up the the reduction value of it because there's a lot of like dead bodies around and it looks like a set too yeah it looks it, it looks like hell has it looks like hell on earth essentially yeah like you're you're walking to the most gloomiest gloomiest area there's nothing but reds and blacks and crimsons and all that kind of stuff and if we had time to you know wallow in it I think it would have been fine. Cause I, but the thing is, like, the way the anime movie did it, it's like, hey, here's this happy-go-lucky song about us, you know. Going off to beat the Huns. And, and get the girls. And, and, oh. Yeah, like. This could happen to us. Yeah, and it's weird because this movie does try to, like, make tries to make it, like, make war, the war thing more of a mm-hmm. kind of a bigger thing. Like, Mulan's dad, like, when she finds out, when he finds out that she's left, he's like, you know, like, it's it's a dangerous place, war. She does not know what she's getting into. Yeah, like, war is, you know... War is hell. Yeah. But you barely get half of that stuff half the time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you get to see, like, some soldiers die during that big battle sequence. But, like, you They're never... nameless. Yeah, most of them are, like, nameless soldiers. And, like, the, the soldiers that we do know... Uh, they never feel... That's what I'm saying. There's no tension. Yeah. You never feel like... You, one, you never feel like you got enough um, understanding of the characters to warrant to be like, oh no, Cricket! Because the character's real name is Cricket. That's the only re- Well, it translates to Cricket, I think. And that was the only char- character I kind of knew about. He had a very, you know, easy name to remember. Yeah. And he's the one who we kept thinking was going to die, but he didn't die. <laughs> that was a moment I was like, you made. 
I thought we were gonna do it. But we, of course, we deal with it. Sure. Okay. Cricket lives. Well, I mean, at the same time, I get it. It's still a Disney movie. You, I know, but it's you, like you, oh. you, you can't really have like, like, like people die. Unless they're bad. Yeah, but it's yeah. I think this movie is just. If I were, if the Lion King remake wasn't a thing, I'd probably say this might be the worst. And that's just because the Lion King remake is just unnecessary and a complete waste of time, both for an audience and probably for the people that made it. Mm-hmm. But goddammit, it made a shit ton of money, so we're going to keep making live action. We're going to keep making remakes of these old Disney My thing is, is that at least, if you're going to remake it, at least do something new about it. At least this one tried. But it kept being, you know, held down by some of the... Like I said, some of the ideas, I'm for. Giving them the main villain a motivation. Like, hey, I want revenge because, like, look how they... It's one of the things you can you notice without them telling you. Like, look how they've treated us. And I want revenge, not only for myself, but for all of us. Us downtrodden. And the girls, the, the females are having... This whole, you know, issue of, you know, we're looked down up they they mistreat us despite the fact that we can be equal to them. Right. And, you know, the idea of being more centered around the a war and being very, you know, um true to the mythology of it. I would have been down with that. That sounded cool. That's the premise you gave me, but you kept getting tied down by the animated film. Yeah. In fact there was a Remember the scene I told you about that uh, it took you a minute to get is when they had a uh, the actual actress from the animated film of Mulan who played Mulan to be in it, Ming Na Wen I think his name is. Yeah, Ming Na Wen. Yeah. yeah, she was in it. Yeah, she's she, in. She's in it for like uh, a quick second. Quick second, just to introduce Mulan to the emperor, and it's a neat like reference. That's you a know, neat reference. Yeah, it's it's like a little thing that I think some. I think some of these live action remakes do, where they get like the original, some original cast members to show up or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, sh- I'm not entirely sure Beauty and the Beast did that with uh, mm-hmm. the original actress Rubel. I don't think they did. Uh, but yeah, it's just like yeah, a little. Someone. I just don't know who it was. Yeah, it's just like a little nice, like little nod, like yeah, you know, it's the it's the old Mulan introducing the new Mulan, right? It's one of those sort of classical things that some remakes like to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, for me. Um, are you gonna be nice about it, or are you gonna be uh, mean about it? Well, or are you gonna try to be fair? Just me being fair. It's a five out of ten for me. It's it's just honestly, it's it's a victim of trying to appeal to various different markets and probably failing at all of that, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's kind of sad because you know like it would have been I honestly would have liked a more like semi serious Mulan right mm-hmm. that actually delved into that sort of stuff, but you know I I kind of fit new because uh, I think they said a while ago when this movie was in production like hey listen we're not gonna have any of the songs or whatever which bummed me out because I like BNN a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you were fine with the idea. Yeah, I was fine with it. It's like, hey, listen, at least they're gonna make it 
different enough from the original so that way the original still has its place in history instead of trying to essentially mm-hmm. do a one-to-one and try to replace the original like or and have songs that for some of us feel very unnecessary or for some very necessary you're talking about Beauty and the Beast and I was gonna say like Beauty and the Beast it definitely tries to be a, a remake that tries to replace the original and and I don't agree with that I will say that uh, Nevermore is still a good song, and By I like way, it. By the way, guys, we're still arguing it to this day. It's a good song. It's not a good song. Look, it's a good song, but it's not needed for the goddamn movie. But, you know, it still works, though. I disagree. Whatever. All I'm saying is, people, it made more sense. You felt a lot more emotion from the beast roaring. Than him having a goddamn musical number. But in the Broadway show, he has a musical number that's similar to what happens in, in the movie. Anyways, you gave it a five. I gave it a six. Kevin um, gave it a 7.5. Um, uh, okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, the movie itself, I think, is a very mixed bag. I think it was always going to be a mixed bag. No one was ever going to be happy. No one's ever really ever happy with these live action movies they, they they either try to do something new and don't succeed or they try to go very nostalgically and it doesn't work but yeah kelvin gave it a 7.5 i gave it a five no i gave it a six and i get it you gave it a five yes even though i feel like we're both in the same spectrum yeah it's just that i i i i feel like i you know it's yeah. i don't know yeah no i understand um but thank you guys for taking the chance to listen to us uh, or checking us out on youtube um, we'll try to do more of these movie reviews. It's being very weird because of certain things that are going on in the current world that we can't really do much. I mean, we wanted to do New Mutants, but we didn't have time for it. Not to mention, by the time it came out, we were like, they're all like, it sucks. And I'm like, well, there we go. They also released it in movie theaters, right? It's on like a streaming service or whatever. I think it's on, oh yeah, it is in movie theaters. Yeah. Yeah, it's, no, it's, and I ain't uh, going out there. I ain't going out there. It's crazy. Well, the movie theater we always go to is always getting kind of fifty-fifty dirty. Yeah, like if if our if our local movie theater's already been dirty before the pandemic, I ain't going in there. God, no, good lord, no! I'm not about to drive thirty like fifteen miles to go to a different movie theater. Hell no! Yeah, the gas money. Plus the one that we all, the other one we go to is a little more expensive. Hell no! Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, given the climate and also like the delay of the certain films, like the Black Widow would have oh, that, that, that that I, we had plans for that, but sadly that's been delayed until they would have had the Eternals this either next month or the month after that, a month after that one. Yeah, I would have I would have loved to see how that one turned out. We still haven't got a trailer for that one either. But no, essentially, guys, um, thank you again, thank you for checking or trying to check us out. Um, please follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you go on Instagram, you'll find the link tree that's in the future everywhere, including our other um, social media link, ones I said, to our Patreon, where you can support us in any form of way. Uh, we recently revamped it. <clears throat> we'll probably, uh, probably have a new video for that. We do have a Twitch, and we do try to stream every sa- every other Saturday. Every Saturday, every other Saturday, depending on how much energy we have and how, if there's anything for us to talk about. Um... Also, if you're listening to us, we do have a YouTube. You can check out, you know, the actual, how we look like, how we're acting, how funny we can be. You know, I feel like this one's a little more tiring because, um, 
it was not much fun to talk about. Yeah. But, you know, uh, we're on YouTube, uh, The Geeks Centurion. Be sure to follow, to, you know, give, check us out there. Give us a like, subscribe, hit the bell icon, all that good stuff that you know happens on YouTube. Comment, all that good stuff. Um, be sure to follow us on any all the podcasting sites from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Pandora, Spotify, basically anywhere that you can hear a podcast, listen to podcasts. We'll probably most likely be there. If not, the ones I just mentioned are, are a pretty good place to go. So, yeah, it's been us. We've, our review is done. Um, it's been fun. We've got a lot of other cool stuff to do. And, yeah, so we've been the Concerns, and we've been your good old boy, Joe, and Blizzard Boy Eli. Hope you guys have a good one. Peace.